What's up? It's Tommy Runs. Episode number two of the Run, Eat, Sleep show is about to go down with Asia Rawls. We're talking about food. Stay tuned. Here we go. What's up, everybody? It's Tommy Runs. Uh, Chip Time Running. Thank you so much for being here. This is episode number two of the Run, Eat, Sleep show. Run, Eat, Sleep show, we're going to be talking about running, eating, sleeping, and repeating. Uh, the run part, we're going to go deep dive. We did, we did that on Monday with Run Detroit. Today, we're going to go on a deep dive of eating and how uh, eating plays a role in, um, in positive health and obviously in performance for running and training. Uh, and then also, we're, we're definitely going to be going into the sleep side of that. The sleep side is more of the recovery. Obviously, you need good sleep, but we're going to be talking about recovery, stretching, and all that good stuff. The person that we have on today is uh, knows all about all of this stuff, but we're gonna kind of hone in on the eat side of this. So we're gonna let uh, we're gonna wait for Asia Rawls to join the, the live with us today, um, and please get your questions ready uh, so we can get this thing going. I have a few questions for, her, but I want to make sure. Uh, there we go. So we just sent sent to the request, so she should be on here in a minute. Uh, can you, everybody hear me? Hello. Up. Can you hear I'm me? Can everybody hear me? Hello, hello, hello. I can hear you a lot better. Okay. Can everybody I'll hear me now? Just me too. All right. Cool. Cool. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. This is the Runny Sleep Show. Thank you so much for. Oh, you got the Runny Sleeper feet on. I see you. I see you. I appreciate the. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying that that free that free publicity. You know. Um, so thank you so much for, for coming on the show and a bunch of, a bunch of people already know you, um, and all the stuff that you've done, but let's just, let's just go back. So for the people that don't know who Asia Rawls is, let's talk about your journey with, with running and then we'll just kind of slowly move into the health side of things about the eat. Yes. So thank you, Chip Time Clothing and Tommy for inviting me for the East special. Shout out to the Run Club and everybody who's joined. Um, a little bit about me. I pretty much have ran, ate, and slept my whole life. Um, I started running when I was about like nine years old. It was like a gift that came naturally to me and I enjoyed running. So I ran in high school. Um, I started off doing, well, actually I ran the mile every time at recess and I wanted. And then I ran um, the turkey trot, and I won, won it at a very young age. So I started off doing longer distances. Um, I was cross-country. Then as I got older and I matured in high school, I moved towards the sprinter, mid-distance, uh, four-by-eights, long jump. I really loved to do everything in track and field. And then eventually, I went to Eastern Michigan University, where I was on a full scholarship. And little people don't know this about me. I started off as a heptathlete. <laughs> a what? A what? A heptathlete. So I did over several different events. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did um, shot put. I did high jump. I did triple jump. I did eight. Because there wasn't really any event I was really bad at. I, I like to master everything, but that came with a price. So I had to stick to the 400 hurdles, which where I went to NCAAs for. It was All-American, the 400 hurdles, a race that I never did before, but... Um, I like to be the person that I was, like, untouchable in anything. So I like to do a lot of stuff. And um, I have a score record with Eastern Michigan, Mid-American Championships, and 400s Team Championships. So many different things I acquired in my running journey that I attribute to who I am today. And I am now track coach for We Run 313, where most of you know me from. 
Okay, cool, cool. Well, I I didn't I didn't know what a a hip athlete was. I'm like, <laughs> you don't yeah, have to educate me on this one. Forgot one thing. Shout out to Detroit Mercy because that's where I started okay. coaching. I volunteered at Eastern Michigan. Sorry, my coaching running background is kind of crazy. I ended up getting my uh, coaching certification in 2015 and started coaching at Detroit Mercy. And that's really kind of what helped me become a better coach because I had to work under a coach for three years and then um, take some classes and um, shout out to Detroit Mercy. Okay, cool, cool. So, so you've been, so you, you just kind of casually glazed over the whole, I won the turkey, the turkey trot at a young age and then blah, blah, blah. So you, yeah. so you, so you won the turkey trot at what, what age was this? I think I was, uh, my mom has a newspaper. Uh, I was probably like 11 or something like that. Just, I was kind of like a mini Lala. I just like loved to run. I didn't okay. take it serious, but I had fun with it. Okay, cool, cool. Well, we're, we're glad you did that and kept going. And I know <laughs> a bunch of people we run through on three love the fact that you're there so you can help them get stronger faster and all that good stuff. The show. So how did, so, so you started, you were naturally gifted and then it more when when did health like you know uh eating become a thing for you i mean cuz i've talked to a couple uh like college level athlete runners and they literally eat whatever is in front of them and normally it's like mcdonald's pizza hut and something else so when That's did That's a good question and actually i had an interview with a journalist and she asked me the same question she's like were you always healthy what were your what was my upbringing so Traditionally, you know, um, when I was at home, it was typically, and I'm not trying to like downplay my parents, but it was typically like fast foods. Both of my parents worked a lot. So um, anytime school finished in high school, I immediately went to the liquor stores to get like junk food, hot Cheeto puffs. I would eat this before my race, (laughs) the hot fries. And then um, we ate McDonald's, we ate fast food. And then when I got to college, you would think that it would change. So like when I coach people like, Dakarier, I'm throwing you. Yeah, I'm about to, I, that's what I was thinking of. I'm like, yeah, I know DK probably watching. He eating the pizza right now. <laughs> DK reminds me a lot of the athletes like myself, the four for four at Wendy's, uh, fast food, mm-hmm. and people like him are still naturally talented, fast, and like myself, I was still fast, so I didn't think I was doing anything wrong. Yeah. Um. So even when I got to college, it slowly started to change, but it wasn't as drastic as it was. I would say starting 2017 when I was done with college Mm. um when I started coaching in 2015 um division one at a division one level 2015 that's when diets started um becoming more aware to me um my my mind was just more mature to understand it right I hear that I hear that um so like so did you see I mean because people always say like do you see do you see a difference like when you when was like the switch and then did you feel like um better like quickly or was it like a just a long-term thing and an investment into the future what was it for you that's an awesome question because when we use the word fueling we think just because we're consuming fuel that we're doing something right so i was consuming fuel at the time but i wasn't consuming the right fuel so when i started consuming the right fuel um i did see significant improvements in my ability to recover um, I didn't get injured as much. I recovered much, much faster. And my immunity obviously went up. I think the last time I got sick or went to the doctors was 2018. And my immunity's probably been at its strongest. Um, I feel very strong as an athlete. Now, 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 now. When I first started, 
this whole healthiness, I didn't know what I was doing. Right. So there were runs, and I don't want to make it seem like, oh, transform your diet, be plant-based, and everything is butterflies. Yeah. When I first started, um, I did hit some challenges. I didn't know meals. I didn't know exactly what food group to take and what to eat. So I was kind of hungry, or I did feel like I was like passing out, or I didn't know what I was doing. Right. Now, uh, because I, I found out like if you're going to do it, do it right, and yeah. understand why you're doing it, to do some research and to do some studying, and that's what led me down this wormhole of where I am today. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, because like I think that's that's the thing. Like a lot of people. Um, a lot of I think a lot of vegans will talk about um, being vegan as if it's just so easy because I think that we kind of forget that how maybe how hard it might have been in the beginning because um, I, I do remember when I first went vegan I think I mean I had the concept down because I'd known a few like hardcore vegans in you know throughout my life so I kind of knew what I definitely wasn't like hey can I eat eggs like it wasn't that so I knew what I needed to eat but I just didn't know like how deep that could go so I was eating like burritos like every day because it just it's easy rice beans and something right some salsa and then it kind of went from there but there's definitely like a a a, a, um, mature like a growing process for sure once you switch into that and then as you grow um and i you have a class right that you uh that you teach you teach folks how to kind of get into that do you um do you feel how do you look at the when you talk to your to your your students how do you how do you phrase like the vegan the vegan process because is it restrictive or is it more like open like o- brings you more open to the world of food what do you in your in your mind what do you think um before i answer that i do want to tell you you were my secret best friend before i knew you okay <laughs> because people at the run club was like there's this really fast guy named tommy and I just went to your bio and I saw vegan. Right. And I was yeah. like, we best friends. There we go. Yeah, exactly. Like, as soon as, like, I'm friends with all vegans for straight yeah. up. If it's, I was like, he gets it. Or it's like this level of consciousness or relationship right. we had, and I didn't even know you. But, anyways. Right. But so you said in my vegan class, is it restrictive? What do you mean by restrictive? Like, you know how, like, because when, when people, um, just with any, like, diet, you know, like, people automatically think, like, oh, well, this just takes all these things off the table. Um, and I guess I should have teed that up better because I feel like once I got into when I, when I cut off this huge portion of food that I, I was no longer going to eat, it felt like I was like on this crazy diet and I could only eat five things like grass, water, and then like more grass. Right. Um, but it turned out that there's, it kind of opens up your mind to like, oh my gosh, like I could eat all of this <laughs> stuff, you know? So like how, I guess maybe how do your students take it when they, when okay, they, I get yeah. it. So yeah, when people first start so for anybody watching i do have a plant-based class my first class is 40 days this class is 21 days my next set of beta group is going to be a self-paced learning so initially when people start the class they get really freaked out especially by this word vegan and it's just really a conscious awareness to health environment and ethical things typically things people think about it all the time and i try to make them think people it's just food it's literally just food right so i always ask them what is your favorite foods, meat, or things that are not vegan that you like to eat? They'll say, like, spaghetti. They'll say chicken. They'll say chicken sandwich. All of that can be replicated. Anything you name, I can replicate it. I can use chickpeas. I can use lentils. I can use grains. I can make anything that you say yep. we can make. So whatever I find or feel that is restrictive to them, I make sure that they can still feel full and they can still eat and have fun and a plant-based lifestyle can still feel tasty. Um, and that's one of the reasons I kind of try to um, 
educate people on the why they're eating these healthier uh, foods, what it does for you for health. I kind of teach it in an aspect of environmental healthiness and sustainability and your purpose behind living this lifestyle is, you know, we want to be better people. So I, I teach them in phases and then I watch them grow. They take pictures and we kind of look at what exactly these foods yield to the body and how they can make uh, cool foods. And speaking of, tomorrow we're making chickpea tacos. So if you guys want to try that out, um, you can sign up, link in my bio if you want to uh, take a stab at that. Yeah, I mean, I, I absolutely hear that. I mean, because, like, what you said about, like, replicating. Um, for anybody that's out there, like, I mean, and it doesn't even have to just be vegan, but, like, any, any like, a diet, like a vegetarian type of diet, um, people feel like, oh, my gosh, like, like, all meals have to look like a vegan or a vegetarian plate. You know, in, in reality, it's just, like, I used to just go on Google, and if I wanted tacos, we just vegan tacos and then you figure out how to go from there or vegan something or vegetarian something and there's always these you know there's you know the good thing is you know god created the internet here so we can go through <laughs> and and just check you know on different recipes and all that good stuff um but from from a running standpoint you know uh because you spoke about fuel earlier what why why do you feel that a plant-based, because I'm assuming you do, but so why do you feel like a plant-based diet or vegan diet is um, better for performance or a really great way to go at performance? Um, so it reminds me of, um, my coach used to always tell this to me. He always said, like, your tempo in your body, treat it like a Lamborghini or like a high-priced car. Mm -hmm. And um, I know the fuel intake of plants, um, the nutrients, and what it offers and what it does to the body yields the highest performance, yields the highest strength in the body. So sometimes people get it confused, right? They think like, if I'm muscular, mm -hmm. I'm strong. That's right. one side of the strength, but there's an internal strength. So our body, our cells, our white blood cells, our immunity has to be fueled. Our red blood cells have to be fueled. I mentioned that in, when I was talking about high altitude training, um, more red blood cells, healthier red blood cells, and providing oxygen, which provides oxygen to your muscles. Quick tip, if you do want to help um, red blood cells, burdock root is a root that I eat, and it's in a tea. Okay. And um, I do have the information where you can get all the things that I will mention today um, for you all. But, yeah, um, our internal body and our body's ability to convert food into sugars like glycogen, our cells and our mitochondria is constantly working. And if you're running... Um, and burning calories, whether you're vegan or not, you need to be able to refuel and replenish your body. And so many times when I see runners finishing races or uh, doing certain things, they're not really um, replenishing afterwards. And so their body is getting um, injuries and they're tearing muscles when a plant-based diet can really improve the speed of that or even prevent it based on the nutrients in the plant-based food. Right, right. And I think so, and some of the when people ask me, you know, certain things about like the recovery process, um, you know, I just if, if you look up anti-inflammatory diet, you know, like the, the foods that go along with that, with those words, anti-inflammatory are typically, you know, some a plant based or, or you know, exactly. coming from the coming from the earth, you know, so. And I don't really um, I don't really say too much or mention this a lot because you brought up anti-inflammatory. So I am medicine free. Um when was I, you know, I didn't really keep tabs on when I start this stuff. I kind of just like randomly make a decision. But because I am medicine free, I had, um, when I finished college in 2013, I had a torn meniscus, a slight tear. Mm -hmm. So they did an ultrasound and they found it. And they're like, oh, you're going to have to get surgery. Now, 
I'm not really a big believer in surgery and things like that, but by all means, trust your doctor. And if that's what you guys need to do, for sure, always get surgery and do things your doctor recommends. I love doctors. I'm for doctors. Mm -hmm. But my thing is there's a lot of preventative things I can do. So um, over time, when I started studying plants, studying herbs, studying ginger, inflammatory, elderberry, different things I can put in my body, um, I started noticing my body healing itself. And last year, when I found it kind of difficult to run on my knee, and I started supplementing with more plants, my, my knee actually started getting better, started getting yeah. stronger. And I do believe my diet played, played a huge part in my meniscus tear because I honestly could not do anything with that. And I thought running was like literally done. But right. I stayed on my diet, hydration, drink water. I always tell people, if you can, put up water next on your nightstand. Wake up drinking this. Start those organs. Get that spring water in your body. Mm. Um, I don't want to go too, like, professor on everybody, mm. but I do recommend spring water because it has minerals, potassium, calcium, all the things our body needs. Right. So, um, yeah, just keeping plants and the minerals always in our body will help prevent injuries and different things like I've witnessed for myself. I mean, then you said you all, you always recommend and then talked about the spring water. So what what are other things, though, that like, OK, I'm not going vegan, you know, right? I'm not going to do it. Um, but I am interested in I'm just talking like as if I'm somebody else. My, yeah. name, my name is Bob and I'm not going vegan. Right. What? Uh, but I do. I, I do want to add some things to my diet that will help me just be happier, healthier, all that stuff. Like what things could I throw in um, on a more consistent basis? Um to name yeah. a few, like what what could I add into my diet to help out? So great question. So we I'm not even gonna use the word vegan. We just gonna talk food and what runners people can do. Yeah, yeah. So a principle I like to first say is eat how you train. So if you have a training plan and you're very disciplined and you have a regimen, you also want to eat like that. You wanna I'm not saying like okay, gotta eat three times a day, but you wanna make sure that you're fueling Nonstop, especially for right. people who are running longer longer distances. Right. Fueling is um, hydration and it's food. So you want to make sure that you're getting some breakfast items, some grains that you're filling. Uh -oh. um, there you go. So and then again, with that is you want to make time for. So most people who run are typically people who are busy at work. So what I personally do, that's why I brought some of my things that I take. Mm -hmm. So. Um, this super green food, um, so mm. my giveaway gift is basically I created a Amazon link for all of you to see all of the things that I mentioned. You guys can go on my link in my bio and purchase these items, or you can, um, just kind of see what I do. And I have a recipes all in my bio link for people today. But anyways, I sometimes eat this one when I'm at work because Sometimes I feel like I'm crashed. I feel like my energy's down. Right. So in the morning, you want to have either a smoothie, uh, my Camu Camu, which is um, someone a friend gave me. It's a berry in the Amazon. <laughs> Fancy words. Right. Um, basically, I take this with my smoothie. I do those in the morning. So this is like my pre before, you know, I get into my runs and stuff. I may do a superfood. I do like the uh, superfoods. Okay. The chocolate one. I do mix mine with hemp milk. Not because really the whole vegan thing, but because these things are alkaline and good for the body. It doesn't make you feel like crash or worn out for a run. Mm -hmm. um, my post, so typically after you run, mm -hmm. you do want to eat stuff. Now, let me be clear. Let me say something. When I think about my career and like all these records I got at Eastern and different 
going to NCAAs, one thing I do remember, my coach had a bomb fueling strategy. Mm-hmm. A bomb fueling strategy. Literally, when I finished running, he would stand over me, and he would he would have an apple, he would have a banana, and he wasn't vegan, but he's just introducing whole foods. So my main thing for people is to have whole foods in your diet. So he had Pedialyte, he had an apple, he had a banana. And he had some powder and water. This was all NCAA approved. Right. Uh-oh, yeah. Don't, don't, don't let me find out that you missing, you missing tests. I got tested. Yeah. But no, listen. <laughs> and he, no, he stood over me and he said, you got 30 minutes to drink this and eat this. Now, that's actually true. When you finish, like, sometimes hard, hard workouts, you want to consume not a whole bunch of food, but you want to consume a recovery, something like this. Because this has glycogen support. Yep. So your body, your like track day, your legs going to be dead messing around with me. I normally bring them like little glycogen juices to replenish everything they lost. It's kind of like if you go to a party, you drink alcohol and throw up, you got to replace and replenish. So yeah. <laughs> running is like a party. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> when you're in the party, you got to replenish. Yep. So um, fueling before, fueling after. Know what you're going to eat. Try and know what you're going to eat throughout the day. Um, save food and just try and meal plan and cook right. I know it may be difficult, but really outline and planning. Just like you plan for a race, plan your fueling strategy. Okay. Yeah, because I've, I've just watching, you know, like the, the pros or whoever, you know, doing their, their, their long runs or hard workouts. The good thing about, like, being a professional runner is that you, like, you have a team and then you have people, like, waiting for you with a meal or whatever, but... You know, even just just like when people lift, you know, at the gym, they afterwards they want to make sure that they get their protein shake or whatever. Um, I mean, it's still it's still the same concept, you know. And and the good thing about some of these foods that we're talking about, they all they have proteins, but then they also have a bunch of other things that you that your body needs and loves, you know. So let's can we talk about that? Because um, if somebody said I want to cut down. You know, I want to cut down my my meat consumption, my my meat consumption, but I run a lot, um, and I need protein. Like, what what do you? I mean, because that's probably, I mean, that's the biggest question I get. They go, uh, if I say I'm vegan, they say, well, how do you get your protein? Can we talk about this protein thing? Oh, the whole protein thing. I'm gonna try not get too uh, philosophical. Okay, so here's the thing. In that case, if you want to get more protein-like substances, garbanzo beans, different lentils, different beans, different grains, different things have and yield those proteins. But honestly, if you really look at kind of a lot of research, people are literally lacking a lot of minerals and alkalinity in their body. How do we know this? You can be a very, very strong runner and still get cancer because your cells really aren't as healthy as they should be. Cancer is really an issue with your cells. You know, it's, it's mitosis. Something's growing. Something's acting abnormal. So, yes, protein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's enough protein out here for us. But the issue with the average American where we lack is alkalinity in the, in the, in the fruits and the veggies. I don't know why we always never want to talk about vegetables. It's like, ah, we get that. And the issue with that, and I, and I don't want to go too deep into it, but basically what I'm trying to say is, like, throughout history, the main entree has always been the protein or the meat. And the size of the veggies, and it's always small. But if you really go to some of these other countries and understand why some of these other Kenyan runners are so great, a lot of their meals are the grains, and they feed upon other food groups that right. we don't typically eat on. So right. I think 
looking really, it isn't really rocket science. You know, I think um, if you do want to get more proteins and things in your body, you can definitely do chickpeas, beans, kidney beans. Certain things do have those uh, proteins. Yeah, and 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 just to add, just to add to that, I mean, because you you mentioned like history. Um, that, you know, in, in reality, I mean, we say like, oh, well, we've been eating meat for, you know, forever. Right. But if you look at the history, even of this country, you know, at one point, you know, the, the average American family didn't have like this big piece of chicken, meat, exactly. meat or anything on their plate. I mean, it was more like a luxury item at one point until like I mass. I where you were trying to go with it. I mean, I just say it. I just say it. It was like, it's just, it's, I mean, I'm just saying. So, wait, wait, let's not get too far into the whole, because I mean. It's really, it's a luxury, it is. Yeah, I mean, that's why, that's why I like that part of it, because just like you said, like, there's, you know, Kenyan or or Kenyan runners and all that stuff, or African runners, um, and then just, they, they, it's not, they're not vegan, you know, not all of them are, um, but it's just the portion control, like, they, 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 they get what they need, um, and, you know, they have the other things as well, so. If anything, I tell people, um, if if you have to, if you want to make a change, but you just don't want to go all the way to vegan or vegetarian, just make the the subtle switch of making sure that on that plate, you know, you have those sides are really you know some of the most important things on there, you know, um, and maybe just have those bigger than you know that that T bone. Maybe cut the, if you got to have a T bone, maybe cut it up into smaller pieces and eat it. You know, I don't know, but I just feel like if if as a as a, as a as a runner, I feel that you know the fuel that that we're talking about burning is just a better type of fuel because um, it will buy a nice car and get like you know the premium gas all the time, but then in our bodies we'll just put like you know like McDonald's, which is the cheapest way to go. Exactly, so. and that's kind of like where I was going with the whole fuel thing. It's kind of like. You could put fuel in your body, but it, did you put enough of the right fuel? Right. So with my plant-based class, I use this Tesla example. And basically what I'm saying is if you have a Tesla and the car is electrical, you have to put electrical gas in it. Mm. Or not electrical gas, but electricity in it. I got you. You wouldn't yeah. put like yeah. diesel gas in a Tesla. Right. So let's say you did put diesel gas in a Tesla. You say, oh, my Tesla's full of gas. It's full of the wrong gas. Mm. You got to put the right things in the right vehicles and yep. your body's a vehicle and you have to understand what your body is made up of to put the right things in it. The basic building blocks of the body is CHO, carbon, hydrogen, oxygen. So you have to understand the, the elements of your body and what food will sustain you to live long and be a healthy athlete. Right. So one thing I always try and tell my athletes, just be conscious. You know, I'm not, I don't ever tell someone I train with, you got to be vegan. I right. never push that on anybody. I say be conscious. Think about the foods you're eating. If you do want to continue to eat meat, like DK is a prime example. He said, Coach, I don't want to be vegan, but I want to eat healthier. Yeah. I said, that's fine. So he went to Myers. He called me on the phone, and I guided him on what meats to eat because that's what he wanted. So I said, okay, we want to get grass-fed this. We want to get white meat, or we want to do this. We want to get that. Yeah. We got to get our oats, got to get our grains. So I definitely don't judge people who eat meat. I definitely still always help anyone who wants to eat healthy. Yeah, and and I'm supposed to be interviewing you, but so like this, like one thing I tell people, like if who are trying to just be get healthier or maybe make a change, um, and not necessarily go vegan or anything like that, I always tell people like, hey, just go, you know, if you're serious about it, you know, and you want to feel something different, he <laughs> said Myers with it. Um, <laughs> if I'm you sorry. say if you want to feel something different, I I always say like, hey, just go 
go vegan for five to seven days, right? And then kind of go like on the hard side of that. So like go full vegan for five, seven days. Give your body a chance to like decide what it, what it, what it likes and doesn't like and maybe kind of reboot. And then next thing you know, go back to what, you, what you're comfortable with. But then I guarantee that you won't just dive right back into what it is if you do that seven days kind of properly. So like just give your, ch- your body a chance to, to like love itself for a minute and kind of feel what it feels like to maybe get rid of you know, some of that stuff and see yeah, with a I high did, energy. I didn't even dive in. I think I was vegetarian, pescatarian, and then I, you know, I kind of maneuvered my way in. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, and I think this is all a journey. Like, so, yeah, so so talk to me about that, though. I mean, because uh, yeah, you we said something in the beginning a little bit about it, but, like, did you, in the beginning, did you say that you started, you said, like, let me, tell me how you got to where you are now, like, full vegan, full... Ooh, how I got to where I got to where I is now. Woo, let me think. <laughs> it happened so fast. So, um, basically, you know, I've always heard of this healthier eating like not even just being vegan I always want I was always pretty much a healthy eater and I always fueled a lot mm-hmm. but when I started to see other athletes and other people who were vegan or lived a plant-based lifestyle I said wow they're not dead and they ate plants <laughs> like they're still alive <laughs> you know there's, there's this phenomenon like if I eat plants I'm gonna be oh. vegan diet yeah it. right 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 yeah <laughs> And I was inspired by um, different people who talked about their journey, their story. And then I got inspired about the activism part of it, like the animal cruelty part and like being more conscious about that. And I kind of just said, you know what? I see myself as a leader and I don't agree with how this process works and how it makes me feel Mm -hmm. and the different diseases that come of this. I kind of just wanted to just make a change and it was working for me. Once I saw the results, I was healthier. I still could run fast. I had my challenges, but I knew the end result would be worthwhile. And then I felt like I was doing um, a greater thing for um, animal cruelty and the environment. So for me, that's just personally for me. I don't put that on anyone. Um, Personally for me, that's kind of like the more I read about it, the more I understood, and Einstein once said this: like if you can't understand, if you can't explain something, that means you don't understand it. And when I ask people to explain what a vegan lifestyle about, they really can't explain it because they don't understand it. Right. So I took it upon myself to understand what does this word mean? Why are people doing this? Instead of just following the crowd, I did so much research. Um, I just literally just engulfed in the idea and just took it forward. Yeah, I, this. I mean, I think this. There's so many people's story that probably is just like yours. I mean, because when I started, it it was so. It was for the the biggest selfish you know moment of my life. It was. It was just for me. It wasn't about you know. It wasn't about the animals or anything. You know, it wasn't about the, the environment. Um, it, it's just I tried it out for a couple of weeks and I liked the way I felt, so I kept going. Um, and then it just you know worked. It rolled. It kept going from there. Uh, but then as I you know, went along this journey, then all of a sudden now, like, I started feeling more like, you know, sympathetic and empathetic to, you know, to the, to animals. And then also, um, you know, in the environment and then just, that's, I'll, I'm going to get out of this for a second, but like, and then, and then, and then you just start feeling, uh, honestly, I started to feel more, um, connected with like 
you know the 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 whole thing, the whole circle of this the whole. Ecosystem. Yeah, I yeah I just yeah. I, say, I was trying not to get too crazy deep in there, but yeah. so, <laughs> it's like all of a sudden this it's is no. This is, yeah, like this is no longer about running. Let me get off of here. Um, but so let's go right back to running real quick and stay where like so let's just what do you what would you suggest for one of your students that um is also a runner um and they're trying to f- figure out this whole vegan lifestyle plant based lifestyle. What do you tell them to eat like prior to run? So we we're talking about like actual fuel, not like day-to-day fuel we're like hey I'm, I'm gonna go on a long run what should i what, what, what does this look like for me like before their long run mm-hmm. yep so for me it really didn't deviate too much of what i was doing before i just switched up the ingredients to be honest so i, I personally like to eat maybe an hour or an hour and a half before i know i'm gonna go for a run that may be different for people mm-hmm. and one thing i always preach as a coach as a plant-based coach you got to know your own body and kind of what works for you. Um, I would probably eat before my runs. If it's um, lunch around lunchtime, I'll eat like an hour, hour and a half before. I always have like fresh fruit on the side, yeah. like grapes or oranges or something. And then my sandwiches, I keep it old school. Um, peanut butter and jam sandwich. I have to say jam because I don't eat jelly. Because <laughs> um, I'm about to break down gelatin and what's in that. But anyway. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The vegan community not about to come for me. Right. <laughs> so anyways, literally for me, I probably eat like some fruits, some oranges, a peanut butter and jelly, or I eat a chickpea sandwich, which is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, it has the protein that people are looking for. You can add celery, you can do mayo, and you can literally grill this into a sandwich. You can really, um, and I like chickpea sandwiches because it's um, a whole food type of lunch or snack. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do have like random like pretzels. I do have um, like vegan um Nutella, I have things like that because you're going to get a sweet tooth. I tell my students and I tell people I coach, you're going to have a sweet tooth. Um, You can eat, snack on whole dates, you know, know, for different things like that. So I I keep it light before my runs um, and then uh, drink lots of water. Really, people aren't hungry, they're dehydrated. Facts. Okay, all right. Facts, big facts. Man, I'm I'm super dehydrated right now because I'm hungry as hell. (laughs) Um, Just eat. Yeah, yeah, I did actually just eat. So I, and that's another thing too. Like, since in people think that like vegans don't eat, like I eat more than I ever have in my life, and it's all like, like it's not like, and I in the whole salad thing. Like, do, do vegans like only eat salad? You know. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, that's, that's like, one of the biggest things is, like, oh, so, like, do you eat salads? Or, like, I barely eat salads. I eat healthy. Now, I eat good. I have a salad today. So, if I'm on the go, because mm-hmm. a vegan lifestyle may require a lot of cooking, um, I typically do Mediterranean spots. I typically do, if I do do a salad, that's here or there. Um, I know Japanese spots. A lot of people naturally do have some vegan stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do want to ask around. But if you have to do some type of carryout, still look into the ingredients and make sure that you can definitely get those items. Because I know when you're running and you're working, you literally just get so busy. But yeah. you can't really make excuses for this lifestyle. If you really want to indulge in a plant-based lifestyle, you really got to commit. And you have to be serious. Just like when you say you want to run um, a half or full, yeah. you commit. You wake up, you get it done. Food, eat like you train. Yeah. Be that serious about food as you are with running. Okay, and so like, but it it just it, it's 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 tough though. Like, I mean, I think um, and as I'll just speak for myself, um, as I was doing 
50 something 60 miles a week um like for since uh, from like october 2000 or uh, august 2019 to almost august 2020 like so that's i mean that's tough like because you you need to eat a lot and i think it's it's dangerous though because you don't um unless you do your research I feel like you can go the wrong way and start. You can still be vegan and, and healthy, but I think that there's some things that people need to do, like some research, to figure out what they can, what they should really be eating. You know, to help out with their recovery and all that stuff. Um, yeah. So, like, so do you? Um, I, I just I feel like people just need to, ask, like you said, I think people just need to ask questions and and do their research. Um, so what what. Like, I guess I don't know. Like, so what are the like the main things that that you would tell somebody to eat? Because I want I want somebody to take from this and go like, okay, well, I can figure out at least a full day's worth of like some good solid food and still feel like a normal person. Like, yeah. So I'm sorry. Your question was, what are some main foods people yeah, eat like, throughout the day? Yeah, like what, like just to make it easy, you know? Because I mean, not easy, but like a little easier to start. Like if somebody's like, "Oh, I could do that. I'll try that for a day." Like, what are like yeah. the go-to things? Like, as I mean, you, I know you said things like some of the chickpea, like sandwiches and stuff like that. But some of these things that we just think are are kind of easier, just normal, they may seem like a little far-fetched for somebody else. But like, what's a beginning thing? Like other than PB and J. What are some beginner meals and things like that that somebody could do is, is fairly easy, you think? Some beginner meals. So, um, like I said, I do have a recipe list that you guys can purchase, but I do have meals outlined. I normally start, like, some of my breakfasts, like oatmeals, using, like, plant-based milk, some bananas, things like that. So I really try to get, make sure my morning is pretty much have a lot of different foods, like my water, my tea, my oatmeals, some grains, some granolas. If you don't want to eat that heavy, it's up to your body. There are plant-based um, granolas. They don't have to be plant-based. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have, in my Amazon link, I do have all the bars that I eat in the morning. So that thought process is already done for you. Just click buy and it's going to come to your house. Mm-hmm. Um, next, sometimes I do make a smoothie. Come on now. Like, just throw some in a blender. Smoothie. Smoothie yeah. really lasts you a long time. Yeah. Now, after running... This is where people run into trouble. Like, oh, shoot, I got to go home and eat. What am I going right, right. to eat? That's what so we're I would for. say make the, like, bigger, more fulfilling items. So we make an African peanut stew. Um, that was inspired by Adela. Follow Hip Hop Bake Shop. Follow Just Plants. Um, <laughs> there we go. Recipes. There we go. <laughs> and um, I like to make, like, a big cabbage stew that I made. I make, like, big chili stews. I would say start off making those big items because it'll last you three, four right. days. If you're making really small meals and you're constantly cooking, yep. you're going to lose your mind. So make, like, big spaghettis, big uh, chilies, really things that have lots of beans and lots of grains, lots of whole foods, lots of alkaline. And then also... I'm telling you, just kind of fuel off these things afterwards. I know people may not be into that stuff, but at some point, your body will feel like it's crashing. It doesn't want to run. You feel fatigued. Mm-hmm. Use all the support you can. Elite runners use them. I use them to achieve my records and different things. Um, but always, always eat whole foods and fresh foods and kind of incorporate that in your bigger meals like your chilies or your stews, your cabbage stews. Right. Um, really, all of those items. Yeah, I mean, because just you know, vegan or not, you know, like you, it's very important to, to make sure you're fueling your body cause you, and having those some of those supplements that you're talking about because, yeah, like like you said, whether it's 
a vegan diet, vegetarian. Oh, my neighbor joined. Oh, what's up, neighbor? Um, whether it's vegan um, or vegetarian or not, you still it's still very important to have those extra things in there, and the smoothies are always good. And then obviously those those protein shakes um, just help out, you know, give you give you a little push over the edge because your body absolutely needs it when you're putting it's in miles. It's literally like a sport within itself. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It's really like you have yeah. to build stamina. Yeah. And a For lot sure. of people in my class, that's why I provided a 21 day course because I'm like, people are gonna need help because it's literally like. You got to make sure you have this. You got to make sure you have that. You have to know how to grocery shop. I go grocery shopping with the people I teach. And the first place we go to is produce. Yep. Eating whole foods. Make sure it's not secondary. It's first dairy. We got to make sure we have all of these items. And you know how to use them. You know how to cook with them. So, what's up, Rungum? Oh, oh Rungum. Hey, hold on. But guess what, Rungum? Rungum is in my Amazon list of fueling things to eat and chill. I ain't got none, but I got some. How you say this right here? Noon. Noon is noon. I'm not cheating on y'all, Rungum. Hey. Hey, you better you better move that out the thing, Rungum, in the house. You better drop that <laughs> off the table. Get that out of here. Get I got to team Rungum. Hey, there we go. Um, but so, okay, so, because um, I, I, like, I just feel like it's just two vegans talking to each other, just kind of like get really deep in there. But I do like the fact that, like, so what is, is there, like, do you get really deep on, like, how you pick your protein shakes? Like, or your, or your like powder protein, is there a kind or a brand? Or, or I mean, it... I like to stick to the superfood brands. I like this one because this one kind of makes me feel full. Okay. Um, and then the different things that it has in it, like the chia, the quinoa, the hemp. Um, I kind of follow like this um, like alkaline meter. And like anything that's 7 plus this way is really, really good for the body. Yep. And most of those items are found um, here in the ingredients. And I kind of like look at those um, and just kind of um, look at the ingredients to definitely see if it's something I want to pay for. Mm-hmm. And I think some of these are on sale. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so like, um, you know, what for the for the naysayers out there, like because you, you obviously we, we kind of talked about it a little bit. But, you know, what do you say to people that are just like they like they just don't believe it? This is just it's ridiculous. You can't be you can't be an athlete and stay healthy and not eat meat like what do you say to that because i know you have to get it because we all we all do um yeah there's always going to be naysayers because of how we're conditionally thought to think about veggies you know Mm -hmm. or how we're conditioned to think about meat meat is marketed to us in a certain kind of way and traditionally throughout history even in black culture, mm. we kind of um, use it as a way to commune and traditionally talk. So it's kind of like it has this this hominess to us. But, you know, there's plenty of animals, um, gorillas and different animals out there that consume a plant-based diet. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily think that people should look at, oh, it's meat that is healthy and I'm going to be full off of it. Right. You kind of have to look at what does it do for me physically what are the nutrients and what it can do for me so people that are naysayers um, are just a people from a defense mechanism yeah. and I think once they start to study and to understand because like I said before if you can't explain it to me you don't understand it right. so the only thing they can explain is uh, mocking you or mocking the idea of something because maybe deep down they want to embrace it a bit more but they have these fears of oh, I'm gonna get too skinny Right. Or I'm gonna be weak, or that that's for sissies, or that's for girls, and real mm. men eat meat. So there's these social <laughs> right. constructions that we have to debunk and 
kind of just get rid of it because it's, it literally doesn't make any sense. Right, because I mean, I've I, and, and it's funny when when people say it. Like I've witnessed people, um, runners, that decide to maybe not even go. Cause, so really quick, what is there a difference between plant based and vegan? Oh, don't start this battle. I'm just asking. Yes or no? <laughs> don't start this. Is it yes or no? Question. Is there a yes or no question? Honestly, no. There is no difference? Honestly, yes. Yeah. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Vegan has a more consciousness to ethics. Plant-based doesn't. But a, okay. plant, a true plant-based diet should eat just plants, but they don't necessarily have the whole animal rights okay. concept. Gotcha, gotcha. So they can rock leather shoes. We good. Okay. Exactly. So, <laughs> so, so, like, so, um, but I've seen, I've seen runners decide they're going to go, you know, plant-based and vegan. Um, and then surprisingly have you know much more energy and feel like stronger than they did before um and i just feel like like i don't really know enough about the body to like actually explain that other than the fact that um that i would feel that uh your body is made to digest certain things you know faster than the other whether if we're made to eat meat sure whatever um, but one just digests faster than the other. And I, and I feel like for, for physical endurance, maybe I'd love for you to talk about this, but for physical endurance, I feel like, um, the stuff that you eat that can go through your body much faster would help you, uh, in the long run, literally. Yeah. It kind of goes back to the principle I talked about with our red blood cells and having more oxygen and it has more nutrients. So for instance, if you're eating a dead and I, I, I'm not trying to come for people who eat meat, yeah. but I'm just trying to talk about like, if you're eating something that's already dead, it's not alive. It's, it's just done and it's dead. Mm-hmm. A plant is green because it has photosynthesis. It turns the sun food into energy and the plant is eating right. that. Right, and right. you're consuming something that's alive, that has enough nutrients for your cells to stay robust. That's why a lot of the people that have colon cancer have eaten so many things that literally have drained their colon up. Immunity cells in your large colon that these nutrients can't even get to because you have literally dead dead cells of a dead animal in your colon. You have colon cancer, you have diabetes, Mm -hmm. you have everything that's been attributed to an acidic diet killing you. Whereas an alkaline diet comes from a lot of the plants the nutrients, they have a lot of the potassium, the magnesium, the iron. Like I said it before, iron is definitely something everyone's missing. Um, sickle cell anemia, the red blood cell turned into a sickle because it didn't have enough nutrients. Um, issues in your pancreas causes diabetes. So all of these are the body's um, ability to try to help itself, but it doesn't have enough nutrients. So anytime the body doesn't have enough, it goes into nutritional debt where it has to borrow. Because they got to get it from somewhere. Right, right. It's not borrowing from the body, and it's causing you to have high blood pressure. It's causing everything to go out of whack. So um, that's all a meat-acidic diet is going to give you, no problems. Right. So relating to running, um, your body's going to be able to replenish, refuel, feel faster, feel better, recover stronger, because it has all the nutrients it needs. Right. The, the cell only takes in what it needs, and the rest becomes waste. It just doesn't need. It only the body only needs what it what it needs, and the rest right. is waste. Right. So if you're putting in waste, you're gonna get out. <laughs> if you're putting in waste, uh, zero plus zero is zero. So we want to put things in us that basically keep us vital. Dang, I think I don't even know. I, I asked the right question. Apparently, somebody got rolling. I'm like, okay, I'm over here taking notes. 
I ain't know half of that stuff. I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, but one of the things, like, um, you know, because, okay, so we got, like, you know, iron is huge, like a huge necessity for, for runners, you know, and for, and for athletes in general, just because, you know, it's just, just, it's just one of the things we need. What are some quick things that, that you are aware of that have our high levels of, of iron that we could just throw into a diet, you know, even if, we're, if we got our, our, our meat, but we could throw some sides in there. What sides could we throw in there that'll help us out with the iron? Um, I would say this is probably where the salads come in, the yeah. green leaky items, your kale, your spinach, and also um, I always tell people drink tea. Because the thing is with tea, people make people think tea is like when you get sick. It's like you want to prevent, we want to be proactive, not reacting to inflammation from running or reacting to sickness. And most athletes sometimes... Um, miss out on things because of sickness. I missed out on so many basketball and running events because I had strep throat. Okay. So, um, getting back to iron, one of the things I did mention before is burdock root tea. That is in my Amazon list for free for y'all. Click the link and it's a slew of stuff. So, green leafy items and burdock root. All right. So, green leafy items, burdock root, and like what, beans too, probably? We'll have a good yeah. amount in there, like yeah, some rip, like kidney beans or something like that. Um, and then, so let me let me get to some questions though, because you got some questions here. Uh, one of the questions I thought was a good question: um, what What would you say are the cons to a plant based diet only for runners? Hold on, sorry. What are the cons? Yeah, what is what are some of the cons maybe that that you know to a plant based only diet you know for runners? Well, the only con is if you don't know what you're doing. Once you know the truth, then how is there a con? If you don't, if you don't know the recipes, right? Then yeah. that's, the con. that's that's true though. Yeah. So I yeah, yeah I agree. If you don't know what you're doing, that's the con. Because really, I mean, what con? Like I said, I haven't got sick in two years. My body, my performance, my recovery, the things that I'm able to do. Like if you look at my life, I'm coaching. I'm a, uh, I do plant based coaching. I train myself. I'm doing so many things off plants. Mm. I don't smoke. I don't take drugs. I ain't got to get high. I ain't got to do none of that. Mm-hmm. That would drive a person insane. All this stuff I be doing. It's really having a balanced lifestyle and inviting fresh ingredients to your life. For me, I have not experienced cons. The only kind I experienced was when I didn't know what to do, what foods to eat, and how to make them. That was right. the only kind I experienced. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. Because that that... That would be a con, though, if you if you go into it, if you go into it um, just not knowing and maybe just substituting, like you know, um, oh sorry, so uh, substituting and having uh, and eating only like you know, sorry, ve- vegan like vegan chicken patties. You know what I'm saying? So I think that like it, to get rid of that moment, get over that, uh, just do some research and find some fun meals that you can make. You know what I'm saying? So that that is a good question though, because obviously. You know, it is what you got. You got to go into it aware. Those plants is real, man. Plants. Y'all get sick. Them doctors giving y'all plants. Oh, That's no. That's the only difference in this plants. You know, oh, a lot no. of these medicines and things are, are plant derived. So you got to understand the power of a plant. Um, I mean, some of y'all smoke weed. I'm just <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs> so another question we got is, uh, can you reverse... Uh, can you reverse those conditions if you change to an alkaline diet, or is there no reversing? And I think the question came back up when you were when you was when you was on that soapbox, you was preaching for a minute there. Um, that question came in. So, like, can can an alkaline diet help you reverse some of those things? 
Definitely, sir. Yes, definitely an alkaline diet. Um, you know, green juicing, cleansing the body. Dick Gregory talked a lot about, you know, cleansing the body and doing different things with plants, with juicing, with smoothie. It's never too late um, to start over to cleanse the body. Like I said, I, I definitely feel um, I, I have differences in my body. I'm laughing because I said a joke in our um, run club chat. And I said my 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 ish don't stay. Let me take a number two. Now listen, it's different when you really have a cleaner colon. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, you should be able to walk in the bathroom. <laughs> really? Because I, I, if, I, no, listen. A, a, a holistic doctor said this. He said, if what you smell is happening on the outside, imagine what's happening on the inside of your body. If it smells like that on the outside, imagine what. Bombs blowing up on the inside of your I, colon. No, I hear you. I, I and I agree. I'm just, I'm just childish. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't have it in me to not laugh at that, but I appreciate it. Really, um, our, our, our feces should be biodegradable. It should be reusable. But hey, that's a whole other story. Well, that's 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 for the uh, that's for the. I don't even. Are you feel me? My shirt, my shirt don't say nothing about. None of that. So we got. We gonna have to add another word in there so we can have an episode about. Uh, <laughs> um, but so yeah, get y'all questions in. We got a couple more minutes before they cut us off. Um, I know my phone was going dead. That's why I just scoop this closer. Okay, cool. But uh, yeah, get some questions in real quick if you got any questions for uh, for Coach, uh, the vegan the vegan coach of the, of the mall. She she does track. This is the best one. This coconut almond is the best one. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Rashad says, "Does does my poop stink?" <laughs> and uh, I was gonna answer. I'll be mean, asked answer the question. The answer is yes. <laughs> I I don't have the balance figured out quite yet. You know, um, I ain't gonna lie on the on this on this live. I think my wife and and this, my sister in law on the on the live. So if I lie, it, it'll get back to me. If I didn't see their names on here earlier, I probably would have told you that it didn't. But Rashad, yeah, it, I mean it does. It does. It stinks. Sorry, guys. What what other what other questions we got? And hopefully it ain't about that. <laughs> but no, I really do appreciate you, you know, coming on the show. Um and hopefully we have more to come. Next time though, for real, um I I want I wanna I wanna have you on the show maybe in a few weeks, back on another eat day, and we could you gotta show us some of these uh some of these skills in the kitchen cook up something or whatever and just show them how easy it is to eat healthy and get all the things that we need. Yeah, you know? and honestly, guys, it's really, really an easy lifestyle. Once My thing is like this. There's nothing man, woman cannot do. There's nothing we can't man, master. There's nothing that's impossible for us. No human is limited. <laughs> no human is limited as long as he only eating plants. That's the that's the stipulation. <laughs> Yeah, that's where that's where young Kip Chogi went wrong, I think. He might have needed a couple more veggies. Um... So what uh, what's it what's your go to vegan recipe for a full meal for for lunch or and or dinner like what's your go to? Man, don't go do. To, I, yeah, go I to. I really don't like eating the same thing over and over. So um, one of my favorite meals that I did cook with my plant based class is the chickpea taquitos. If you want the recipe, go oh, to chick, my bio. Oh, chickpea taquitos. The the tacos. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm excited. What's up? Yeah, so the recipe is in my bio. Okay. Cabbages, I got a whole bunch of recipes in there. Some of my other go-to um, recipes is my cabbage stew. That joint is fire. 
It is like um, it's like potatoes, it's cabbage, it's tomatoes, it's mushrooms, it's Ooh. garbanzo beans, right. it's, it's kidney so beans. So go straight after this thing hangs up. We going straight to your uh your bio and we getting that I got recipe. An Amazon link of free stuff, not free stuff, but it's free. You can select the link and you can go purchase <laughs> fueling. You said stuff free stuff. <laughs> But it's not free. I mean, the link is free. Like, I'm not the charging link. y'all to see the list of oh, it's, stuff. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, so you got a list for us on Amazon. And I'm yeah. going to check that out, though, too, because I need some of them supplements that you had. My other go-to meal is my smoothie bowls. And my stories. I live in my stories, if y'all don't know by now. But basically, that's where I make my smoothie bowls. I love smoothie bowls because a smoothie bowl can hold me for a very, very long time. Yep, my smoothie bowls, um, my oatmeals, like, I like my agave oatmeals with bananas and flax seeds. I mm. make different stuff all the time. I'm about to go eat again. Um, real quick question, because uh, Terrell asked this question 17 minutes ago, or maybe even 30. Uh, he said, oh. me- he said medicine-free. Does that include ibuprofens during or after runs? I don't take none of that. No pills, no NyQuil, no ibuprofen. Not a zilch. You know what happened? How much? How much longer I got? So you got three really, minutes. what sparked my medicine-free journey was I had got sick. I went to a Jesuit. I got my master's at a Jesuit school, and I had got sick. And I asked the lady. I said, um, "Y'all got some Tylenol?" And she was like, "We don't sell drugs here." And I was like, "What?" So basically, I kind of was like, "That's kind of crazy." And I thought about it. I'm like, "It is a drug, but..." Let thy food be thy medicine. When you eat right Ooh. and you do right. Hold on, don't be laughing, Tommy. I ain't laughing. I I'm in there. We good. In my plant-based class, I teach my principles. And it's an African principle. And it says, eating right, hygiene, are the medicinal cures, are the miracles. So mm-hmm. basically, there are no miracles because when you do right, you eat right, you clean, you have hygiene, right. you will reap the benefits of how you're supposed to be. That's why when COVID broke out, they said, well, wash your hands. Hygiene is a piece of cleanliness, mm-hmm. such as eating food. So if you want to wash your hands, you got to keep everything clean, inside and out. It's not just washing your hands. Wash the internal. Clean that colon. Okay. Clean that colon. All right. So I was going I was, I was to ask you what you wanted to say, like, to close this out. But I mean, it would be perfect just to leave it at just clean that colon. Is that what? Wow. Is that the last? Well, is that the last thing you want to say? I just want to say thank you to everybody um, for supporting myself and Tommy, supporting this discussion. Shout out to the Run Club. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to my coaches, my athletes, everyone who's assisted me on my journey. And mm-hmm. If you do have questions, reach out to me in my bio. Check out my links that I provided for you guys. Okay, well, cool. I really do appreciate you being on here. Uh, Terrell has talking about he's got thirty five year old plus knees. Um, Terrell, we this needs to be something you need to be hitting Coach Asia up and let's talk about this anti inflammatory diet because that's what's going on with your knees, brother. Uh, you got to get your knees together. Uh, thanks so thanks so much for for being on the show. Uh, this is the this is, this is the Run Eat Sleep Show. Um, and coach. <laughs> And uh, so stay tuned, though. Tomorrow, uh, on Friday, we have the sleep and recovery episode. I'll be talking about my journey and uh, all that stuff with recovery and the lessons I've learned because I I was hobbled from July to, like, right now. So I appreciate you being on the show. Thank you, Tommy. Thank you. Run, eat, sleep, repeat. Love you guys. What's up, guys? It's Tommy Runs. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the Run, Eat, Sleep show. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, If you did, please feel free to check out some of our other podcasts on here as well. 
and follow us or subscribe on YouTube and visit our website at www.chiptimerunning.com. That's C-H-I-P time T-I-M-E running.com. Chiptimerunning.com. Please check us out and leave all your comments here and give us some feedback. Any questions for the guests, we'd be happy to answer. Thanks so much. Once again, this is Tommy Runs. Love you. Run, eat, sleep, repeat.